Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to the Glowdown by Breaking Beauty. Our mid-month episode featuring Breaking Beauty news, what products we're loving and not so much, plus insider celebrity hair and makeup tips. And the trends that are blowing up our DMs, we've got the hot takes coming right up. Hi, Jill. Hi, Carlene. <laughs> Get off your phone, dude. Uh, it's time to record. I'm reading your script. All right. Scripts? <laughs> what are you talking about? This is totally unedited. Off the cuff, always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to talk below the mic today so I don't get any p- sounds. P- please. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually making your windscreen move when you do that. Because <laughs> of my baseball cap. I'm having a baseball cap day. It's a really bad hair day. I've like come to the end of the you know dry shampoo oh yeah you know i just usually puff the aveda dry shampoo in there and it's like beyond that now it just actually does nothing yeah your hair is dust now yeah pretty much (laughs) so now it's just like okay and baseball cap done yeah it looks cute Mm-hmm. All right. So what are we going to talk about? It's the glow down. We haven't done one in like a month. There's so much to say. Mm-hmm. Glow down. Yes. And I think we need to tease what we have coming up a little later in the Absolutely. episode. Which is our pals from Full Coverage are going to yes. be on the mic as well from Los Angeles. Yes. Lindsay Kelk and Harriet Hadfield. 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 Yes. Thank you. Harry makes it up. Um, we are going to be chatting with them and that was a lot of fun. So stay tuned. Yeah. Awesome. I know that we both got some facials, so this yes. is like our little We Got Served segment. That's right. So tell us, what did you get done? I had the privilege of going to Langdon Hall, which is just outside of Toronto, about an hour's drive west, mm-hmm. um, with Valmont. Mm-hmm. And this is a line that I didn't know that much about. And they, um, I've used them before. They have the spa at the Hazelton Hotel here uses mm-hmm. the Valmont products and they have phenomenal facials there. So I'm pumped to hear about yours. Well, first of all, I just have to tell you that Langdon Hall is a country estate, basically a Victorian mansion. So it's got these beautiful English gardens with these lush flowers and they have like five star dining and it's farm to table literally from on the property. Um, And then there's like this lovely pool and it's just a beautiful place to, you know, be tucked away. So the launch was for Valmont's Lexier de de Glacier and um, the facial is called the Majestic Facial. So it's all about the idea of honey and it uses all three different parts of honey, including the royal jelly, which apparently is very expensive and, and rare to come by. It comes from the Queen Bee. Yeah, so the the properties it's meant to be like plumping and nourishing and stimulate skin cell regeneration. The facialist was telling me that like some of the people think that the results last three weeks where typically, you know, the results of a facial might last like a week. So yeah, but my favorite part was the massage. They use this like butterfly technique and it's really, really lovely. The facial is two hours long. Oh, luxury. Um, and then they do... Did you have like, were you like cuddled up in a down comforter and... Yes. What kind of music? 
Oh, I don't remember. I was just in La La Land. Like, I honestly, I honestly, I think it was your typical spa, like, whatever the spa music is, like birds <laughs> chirping or some shit. Anyways, I asked when I left how much it was, and it's like $625. Like, I'm like, I almost can't say it. Um, and uh, yeah, so it was very luxurious. And I think if, you know, if you can afford to go to a, a beautiful space like Langdon mm-hmm. Hall, then like do it. Yeah. But um, but otherwise, their products, I think like their take home products mm-hmm. that you can use yourself is, you know, obviously the way to go. And I was speaking to Renee. No, let's get real. If you can get the $650 well, facial, sure. then yeah, you get yeah. that. But it was so interesting <laughs> to learn about a, a new it's still brand. in the family. Um, Renee was there. Renee C. T-S-E mm-hmm. is her last name. And I was chatting with her about it. And she um, was saying how it's, she knew of the brand right away. She's like, my mom uses it. Yeah. My grandmother used it. And I was like, what? And she said it's really big in Asia. Yeah. And apparently 50% of their consumers are Asian. And yeah. so it's very popular in other parts of the mm-hmm. world, just not as popular here. Yeah. They just opened a Vancouver standalone store mm-hmm. to cater to that clientele, I do believe. Yeah, they did. And apparently they're going to be very, very selective about where they open because they know that with their price points, they, like they were talking about in Toronto, and they're like, eh, not sure. Yeah. LA, they're going to, I right. think the plan's to open their next. So. so cool. Yeah. How about you? You had a lovely facial recently. Yeah. I was very fortunate. I got to go to Los Angeles mm-hmm. and um, with Dermalogica. And we had lunch with the wonderful, inspirational, just all around amazing person, Jane Warwand. She started Dermalogica in the late 80s with, I think, 2500 bucks to her name and two years ago sold it to Unilever mm-hmm. and so she's just bootstrapped this whole company that employs so many women and mm-hmm. just she was phenomenal every time mm-hmm. I talk to her I'm like you just yeah you just want to do more we got to get her on the yeah podcast. we're gonna get her that we're, we're working on that yeah but, a little um, foreshadowing for next year hopefully yeah so um yeah so I got to learn about their new launches when I was there totally top secret but when I came back to Toronto I got their most recent um innovation in terms of the services that they offer and I got their microdermabrasion oh yeah which um, I documented on my Instagram stories I even did like a no makeup selfie afterwards and it was about 60 minutes and I'm a big fan I'm a big like power exfoliation fan so I really loved the result like to the touch afterwards my skin was so soft which Mm -hmm. I don't really find I get that much Mm -hmm. and have I don't know if you guys out there have experienced a microdermabrasion have you experienced it Carly? yes yeah yeah so it's it doesn't hurt at all i think there's a lot of confusion about it, what it is but it's this like wand that has a fine t- uh about the size of your index finger and it kind of just mm. like drags across your skin i once heard somebody describe it as like it kind of feels like a cat's tongue mm-hmm. <laughs> like the texture of it yeah and it's just she just goes by like it, you know each section of your face draw drags this sort of like wand across it doesn't hurt at all you don't get any redness and you just get like baby smooth skin mm-hmm. and that's the first time that they're um that they've added that to their roster of services so i definitely you guys should check it out and um yeah they're in sephora now too sephora.ca so there's lots of news on that front yeah but when i was in los angeles back Mm -hmm. to that i got an opportunity to sit down with fellow beauty podcasters from full coverage Lindsay Kelk and Harriet Hadfield. So Harriet is a makeup artist. 
Lindsay is an author and it was just so great to chat them up because they started their podcast which just goes like microscopic on product reviews they're like they say that it's a podcast for beauty junkies by beauty junkies exactly and they just go you know they get tons of stuff to review and Harry has a really unique perspective as a makeup artist and Lindsay used to work in beauty PR but she's also just hilarious and she's an author so she has a way with words and she's able to they're both British yeah British yeah we should say that they're they're LA um, residents but British Um, and so yeah we got a chance to sit down just love them and I thought we have to have them on our show so here are Lindsay and Harriet okay you guys are together yes Okay, perfect. Do you, have your, do you have wine or what are you drinking? We're on Pepsi Max. We're on the Pep- yeah, we're on the Diet Pepsis. Cause, um, what? Well, Harry has I've to drive. drive. Yeah, so I- do I, but I'm having one miniature <laughs> bottle of champagne. Miniature. But I'm the loser. I was like, Carlene, I've got this. I'm bringing the Prosecco and I have these like little oh. bottles. Oh, and I get them I get them into the studio and they're twist off. She oh. was obsessed with the idea of having <laughs> sound of the cork You pop. had one job. You had one job. I literally had one job and here I am. I'm gonna twist it off on the mic. Listen, okay. guys. Shh. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> it did. I mean, it sounded like booze. There you go. Ting. Okay, wait. We got it. We got it. So we're drinking. We'll do tinnies. I didn't make any sound. Oh man. So, um, first of all, Lindsay, I wanted to follow up with you about Magic Mike because I realized I never asked you a very important question about what. The beauty situation was like at Magic Mike. How well groomed were these guys? How much makeup did they have? What, I mean, what was the body makeup like? Let's hear it. Harry has also seen Magic Mike, so we can both address yeah. the situation. Because, <laughs> um, okay. you know, if you're on the West Coast, it's rude not to. Yes. Uh, I would say grooming is, is an excellent level. I, I think it was very realistic looking. There was some nice yeah. luminous skin. That's fair yeah. to say. Very dewy. <laughs> very dewy. No <laughs> oil. No. No, they're nicely glowing, but they're not shiny, oily. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. any bronzer or contour? And what about like ab contour? There's no contour. No, they you are didn't need ripped. It. They are ripped beyond <laughs> belief. But if you had to do that show twice a day, six days a week, you would be. Yeah. In right. fairness. Uh, what, is, yeah. what about Channing? Did his have his shirt off? Like, how was he looking? Oh, Channing didn't have his shirt <laughs> off. He was he was in between movie Channing. So oh. He was more, you know soft cuddly channing so shirts remained on <laughs> he was having a look he's enjoying pizza once in a while yeah he's dad bod channing and um he did i guess he just didn't want to take maybe he didn't want to steal the glory from the boys so unfortunately i i didn't get to meet you i'm carlene hello i'm hello. The, i have the low voice of the two of us um so tell me about your background first of all just tell us for all of our listeners, like your names and where you came from and how you met and came together. Um, I'm Harry. I'm a makeup artist. And um, I feel like we were introduced by a mutual friend. We say it's like the best blind day ever. Yeah, it was, it was actually um, a mutual beauty PR friend Yeah, uh, who we had cool. both worked with. Hi, I'm Lindsay, by the way, Lindsay Kelt. Um, yes, yeah, cool. so we, I, I, so I guess it goes back a while. I've been blogging, beauty blogging for like 10 years. Um, mm-hmm. And before that, I was beauty PR. So I know a lot of the PRs in London where I used to live. Um, and Jess uh, is one of the PRs in London who is now responsible for our unholy union. Yes. 
uh, <laughs> and yeah, Harry was moving over to LA and, and Jess got in touch. And was like, oh, I've got a friend moving out and I think you'll really get on. And, Which um, we did. Yeah, good very work, Very quickly, yeah. <laughs> I think it was just very natural. And I think even that English humour, like you connect with yeah. very quickly. And especially when I moved, you know, it's quite unsettling. And I think Lindsay just really helped me feel at home very quickly. Aww. And yeah. she's a lovely lass. I'm a lovely lass. <laughs> <laughs> and I just needed like a second set of fingerprints on a gun. So yeah. I took Harry in. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's, that's how that. a lot of your next book. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Lindsay, can you tell us, our listeners, about your um, your background? Yes. Um, other than, as I say, I started out in BGPR um, and then moved into blogging. But uh, at the same time, because blogging has not always been a paying profession and still isn't for me. So I was doing beauty blogs, but I also started writing books at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. I was working as an editorial assistant in a publishing house and sort of watched all these other people writing books and I'd always wanted to write books so I thought well give it a go Uh, Mm -hmm. and that's worked out quite well Uh, so I am now an author I am that's my day job when I'm not podcasting with old (laughs) difficult eyes Hadfield Uh, I am an author I write uh, rom-coms yeah so that's what I do when we met up in LA that you're actually on the bestseller list in Canada I am that's a fact thanks (laughs) Canada yeah (laughs) like I appreciate that you guys what's the next uh what's the latest book called again uh, the latest book is called I Heart Forever, which is uh, a book in a, the I Heart series. Um, mm-hmm. But for the Canadian listeners particularly, uh, I have a book called The Single Girls To-Do List, which is partially set in Toronto. Oh. So I have an inkling as to why it was on the bestseller list. Yeah. <laughs> and Harriet, did we hear your background getting yeah. into makeup? Well, Sorry. yeah, tell us I, about the your champagne's makeup. already hitting me. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. Like, where did I go? <laughs> She's going to drive after this. Anyway. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm really wishing we had champagne though. Don't <laughs> tell anybody. What they don't tell you is the uh, the twist off hits you faster. Um, yeah, I mean my my background. It, it's strange because I, I from a very young age I knew I wanted to be a makeup artist, which I think is quite a rare thing. A lot of people mm-hmm. I meet in the industry um, either kind of fell into it accidentally, and I think I probably came from a time where we were just starting to see like more kind of makeup courses readily available. I know sort of like 20, 30 years ago, you know, those things didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was quite lucky. And now I think, you know, what was YouTube and blogging and there, there's so many ways to learn. There's so many people that are self-taught. So um, I went to, I moved to London when I think I was about 18 or 19. Um, I did study at London College of Fashion and kind of started assisting quite young. So I was working with other well-known makeup artists learning the trade, doing fashion weeks. And um, I think I knew for me, I've always loved kind of editorial and red carpet. I love um, I love kind of telling a story through makeup. That's something that really interests me. And, you know, just started growing my own book once I kind of finished assisting. And um, yeah, just kind of built my client base from there. And I think I was in London about 12 years mm-hmm. before moving to Los Angeles. And um, I, I love it here. I really, really love it. I think it's been such a good like life lesson as well you know that kind of starting again almost in a new place mm-hmm. um and I have a YouTube channel as well Harry makes it up and a blog um I've worked with Rita Ora I've worked with Charlie XCX um Cara Delevingne a Suki Waterhouse so kind of mix of quite well-known singers and actresses and some of the kind of British girls who quite well known well known in the modeling industry um so yeah it's a bit of a mix that's great what do you make of uh Cara Delevingne's I mean you probably haven't seen it yet but the new book coming out Mirror Mirror is there a lot of buzz around that actually um she co-wrote it with one of my friends oh 
Yeah. Okay. Um, my friend Rowan Coleman, uh, who is a fantastic author, if you ever are looking for books, um, Rowan was her co-writer on that. So I've been following it quite closely because I'm, I'm quite I'm quite invested. But well, yeah, so Rowan absolutely loved her, loved working with her, and she's really excited about the project. So I can't wait to read it. For listeners who don't know, tell us about the point of view of full coverage. So basically, we just love talking about makeup. Um, And that was the thrust of it, was we would get together. Once Harry had moved out to L.A., we would get together and we would go to the events together and we'd just hang out. And inevitably, just our conversation always turned around (laughs) to what products we were loving and what we'd been using and what we liked. Um, And we were hanging out with some people one time and they're like, oh, you guys should have a podcast because like you know so much about this. And I'm like, well, I don't know if that's true, but we do like talking (laughs) about it. So we sort of, that's how it started, really. It was, yeah. it, it was just a real natural progression from mm. us loving podcasts because we both live in LA, we both yeah. drive a lot, we both listen to a lot of podcasts, um, and yeah. loving beauty. And having both been in a blogging, a blogosphere, yeah. if you will, uh, it felt like a natural extension. Cause I was going to say, okay. Harry's already got her YouTube channel, which is really successful. I'm far too lazy to make regular videos. <laughs> uh, but podcasting felt like a really nice alternative. Plus, um, you can do it in your pajamas, so there's yeah. always that side that makes it very enticing. 100%. In case anyone was wondering what we're wearing right now. I'm literally wearing a baseball cap right now. You can barely see my face. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 And we said as well that with the, with the podcast, the nice thing is, is we both have quite different takes on, you know, there's some things that we both equally love, but we also have a lot of different opinions on what we agree on and disagree on. So it's quite mm-hmm. nice. We feel like we have a nice mix of opinion we can bring to the table Mm -hmm. you know and also we both have different skin types so when we're kind of talking about something Mm -hmm. we can just sort of like bring a few different elements into our opinions on things yeah Yeah. and we really just wanted to create this fun place where people could come and escapism yeah just like a chatty supportive makeup beauty positive place where you didn't have to feel judged for wanting to know about that lipstick that costs $40 yeah Yeah. podcast real talk have you guys ever slagged something off and then edited it out no, no, we haven't. I no, think we can I safely we say we haven't. I think the only, actually, the only product I know for about that we have... lipstick. Oh, the YSL. Oh, it's okay, too. So, <laughs> it was the... Um, did you see... It was this changing. summer, YSL did those uh, primary color mm-hmm. lip enhancers. Yeah, they were like toppers so that you would put like the blue base coat. It was the glossy stain formula, but it was like a bright blue. And then the idea was that you would put the a red on top and it would make it more blue or you would put a mm-hmm. orange on top and it would make it more red and they had a bright blue a bright yellow and a, 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 a fuchsia color yeah um and it was a limited edition collection <laughs> and i've i mean estee edit did the same thing with the color transformers a lot yeah. of people do them now with the warmer and the cooler mm-hmm. but for whatever reason we could not get them to no. work i mean we tried them we were swatching them and we oh. were like we both like we did the blue one we were like i we look like, like we're dead. yeah we i look like laura palmer at the start of twin peaks <laughs> it was like not even funny and we were just like How and i brought all I of it was of different glossy stains so because like well it is a glossy stain so if i use which we love yes, we love the glossy stains one of my in general favorite but... lip products of all time but yeah. like if i stick to their formula surely this will work the best and i just was like no you've just put orange lipstick over a blue one it just <laughs> it looks ridiculous so we did have to because i bought those with my own money thinking yeah. oh my god these are definitely gonna be my highlight of the week and i was just so upset yeah, that i just could not get them to work yeah. um so we did have to say that they were not that great and then the yeah. only thing i think we've ever edited out and it ended up being for sound reasons um 
we talked about the Kim Kardashian contour products, oh, which Harry might not even remember because yeah, nice. we did have a drink that episode. I was going to say, that's how we... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was our 10th episode. Um, and we were just chatting about the, the when she launched the um, the contour sticks. Yeah. Um, but we, we didn't slag them off. We just said she's launched contour sticks. So you guys like to go deep into products on your show. What product are you toting around right now that, or that's in your bathroom that you really should bin? It's just like that old and disheveled. Uh, I can safely say I don't have one just because I'm a makeup artist in my job. So I know it's a boring so answer, I'm but so ashamed of you. I know I'm actually very good with that. Yeah, sorry. My entire <laughs> bag is full of crap and <laughs> stuff that shouldn't be in there. Uh, my most disgusting product that I definitely need to bin or at least move into like my archive, my archive box, my archive box, my archive <laughs> box is, um, I have got an Urban Decay lip gunk from God knows how long. Like, it's got to be at least 15 years old. Oh, that's and got I'm some bacteria I'm in. It. I'm not using it. But, but sentimental. Like, yeah, it's sentimental. <laughs> I love it. And I will on occasion. But it does still smell the same, which is really yeah. weird. It's still got that sweet, <laughs> sweeties. So it, sm- it smells like candies, like sweeties. Um, so while I'm not using it, I, I totally have used it. You all know that. Every time I find <laughs> it, I'm like, Ugh. but yeah, that my friend at Urban Decay was like, please put that in the museum and tell me you've not put it on your face. But that's my most disgusting product for sure. What beloved product has been discontinued that you wish would come back and why? For me, it would have to be Ruby and Millie. I don't know if anyone remembers them, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know if, if they were available. in America, but they were yeah. big in the UK. Um, Ruby Hammer was one of the makeup artists. Yeah, Millie, Kendall. Millie Kendall, who I think Millie Kendall went on to do Beauty Mart, yes. the store. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. she was on a founders of Beauty Mart, which is a great kind of um, edited hero products from around the world, um, which still exists. But Ruby and Millie, for those who don't remember, was very, I think it was 90s. I don't even think it was noughties. I'm yeah, pretty sure it was, it was 90s. And they did a product called Face Gloss that was like, I think it was called Fire or something like that. Yeah. And it was like a bright orangey red clear gloss in a stick yeah, it was and like a twist up deodorant yes, stick it looked like it a really baby deodorant yeah. stick and it was so Faith we were just saying it's so ahead of its time and yeah. that is me all over that, that kind of dewy was, i think it was yeah. very like yeah it and felt everything really was good their brushes i remember when yeah. i first started as a makeup artist i used to love their brushes and it was only in boots right i think as far as i remember boots, so yeah i think it yeah. was in boots and it was kind of like seen as the mid price tier yeah yeah. yeah. Oh God, what I don't know yours? what mine would be. Um, there's a couple of start things, but I've always I've always been quite good at finding replacements. Try not to dwell on things too much color wise because you can usually find something. Um, one thing that I really miss uh, would be a fragrance, uh, and it's uh, my roommate in uni used to wear uh, Angel Jerry Mugler Angel, and you could taste it in your mouth <laughs> when she was spraying it. It was rank. Uh, <laughs> like, and I still can't be in the room with someone wearing Angel. I'm like, why? What's wrong with you? Why do you hate me? <laughs> But he did a diffusion uh, of it or a, an offshoot line, uh, which was Angel Innocent, which obviously, <laughs> like me, it was so innocent and, and light and, and, and lovely. Um, but it was so beautiful. And I've got like two bottles hoarded. Um, and they, they killed it like eight years ago or something. <laughs> so oh God no. knows what state that perfume's in now. But I have got one bottle that I do still use on occasion. It does yeah. still smell right to me, but it probably doesn't in the real world. But I do wish they'd bring that back. Every time they do something different with Angel, I'm like, just bring back Angel Innocent. It was so pretty <laughs> and I loved it so much. Lindsay, I want to ask you about um, your pink your pink hair. Yes, uh, my hair is pink. Um, so I was, actually my hair is naturally dark blonde and for a long time I was a fake redhead. 
and um, ran around New York and London pretending that it was real and it clearly was not. I loved having red hair and when I was in New York it was amazing because um, the sun wasn't out so it didn't fade and then as soon as I moved to LA I it just faded to the color of a dirty fox like constantly. <laughs> I was having to get it colored like every four weeks it was ridiculous because red hair is really hard to maintain as I'm sure all the redheads out there know. Mm -hmm. uh, so I realized I had to go back to blonde which I hadn't been in like 10 years so it was really weird uh, so went back to I stripped out the red which was just traumatic and 15 hours of my life I'll never get back where did who um, did you trust for that that's a big deal I actually yeah I had the blonde stripped out at Ramirez Tran okay in, in Beverly Hills yeah. uh, and Johnny Ramirez did he oversaw the procedure didn't stick around for the whole 15 hours Johnny <laughs> I haven't forgotten that uh, two days <laughs> It ended up being fine. It ended up being fine. Um, but it was great. Uh, so yeah, I, I stripped it out. I went back to, and then I ended up growing out a lot of that blonde and going back to my natural color. And then my colorist, um, who I go to all the time, is a fantastic woman called Naomi Knights. And she has a salon called Nama Color okay. in Highland Park. And I didn't know. So my colorist in New York recommended her to me. And she's like, oh, she's my friend. She'll hook you up. She's so great. You two are going to get along. I was like, oh yeah, that's amazing. And we did, and I was going to her for a good six to eight months. And then one day she casually was talking to her assistant and she's like, oh, you need to pack the bags. We're doing Alicia tomorrow. And I was like, oh, Alicia who? And she's like, oh, you know, pink. And I was like, what? With literally that noise. And she's like, oh yeah, I've worked with her for years. And then it turned out like my colorist does all these celebrities and all this amazing hair and I had no idea because she just works out of this super unassuming salon in like a little northeast corner it. of Los Angeles, super wow. neighborhoody. She's super cool, super low key. You would never have known. All by the bill? No, exactly. This is the thing. Because I was like, um, did you get my check wrong? Am I getting mates rates? Because I know, because she's friends with my New York colorist. But um, I don't know. I mean, she just, she's a very reasonably priced woman. It's wow. like half the price as it was in New York. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, she's actually the best. So as soon as she said that, like, maybe I would like to have pink hair. Uh, and I'd been, I'd played around with temporary, temporary colors myself. Um, cause I've always loved alternative hair colors mm -hmm. or non-conventional hair colors. <laughs> I should say now, uh, which is what's written, written in my friend's HR policy at work where they're not allowed <laughs> non-conventional hair colors. I love that that's in people's HR policies that's now. Brilliant. Uh, it's distracting apparently on the, on the office floor. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So I went into Naomi and she did it the first couple of times. She We started really slow with like opalescent highlights and then it was just pink tints. And then one time I went in and was like, just do it, do it, go, go all in. Now, are either of you big into Halloween and Halloween makeup and are you going to do anything? She's laughing because we just had this conversation. <laughs> Can I explain? Yeah. I've, I got to Lindsay's apartment today and there is a WW, wait, is it WWW? WWE. WWE. I, I know nothing. Um, one of the wrestling belts is on the table. So I was like, what's going on? What's this about? What's happening today for the episode? <laughs> so today's episode, I'll be a professional wrestler. No, um, yeah. I love Halloween and coincidentally professional wrestling. Um, so I, I'm prepping for Halloween pretty for Halloween pretty hardcore. I've also got my Gem and the Holograms costume on the sofa and she hasn't spotted okay, wait. that. Why don't you <laughs> just merge them and be a glow girl? That's true. That's true. That's all possible. Done and done. It's just I have so many costumes, you guys. <laughs> I love oh, Halloween sorry, so what? much. I love dressing up. I think it's all part of like loving hair and makeup and all that stuff. I, I really love dressing up. I always loved it as a kid. I just think that it's just that creativity, you know, it's just like being yeah. something else and telling a story that day. And I just think it's super fun when you can <laughs> engage with that side. 
Yeah. We wanted to talk about some like embarrassing beauty moments. Um, Do you have any from like either childhood or last week? Whatever. I remember having, um, it was more my hair, I think, most evidently when I look back at photos. I remember being obsessed with highlights, but I remember saying to my mum when she was doing like the $7.99 L'Oreal streaking (laughs) kit, I was like, no mum, go heavier, leave it longer, do bigger chunks. I wanted it like a skunk. And my mum was like, no, it's meant to be really subtle. And I was like, no, no, I want it really visible. And I remember going that holiday we had in America going in the pool and it all went green. And then I was like, oh God, I have no idea what to do. <laughs> yeah, and our, our final question, we've got to wrap up here because we're in a studio, so the guys like TikTok. Um, <laughs> but we're wondering about, um, since you guys moved to LA, we know that you mentioned podcasts are huge in LA. So what are you guys loving right now? What's on your playlist? Mm. I'm a full-on weirdo. We just This is just the Lindsay's too, a weirdo hour, is it? Yeah, because all my, all my favorite podcasts are either about professional wrestling or dead people. Um, <laughs> so I love professional wrestling as we've established so I listen to three or four different wrestling podcasts Um, I also co-host one sometimes out here in LA Uh, there's one called Tights and Fights it's fantastic Um, and whenever one I know right before you move on are you watching Glow? I have watched Glow. I haven't yet. Do you enjoy it? The beauty is so good. It's so good. And I love the the 80s beauty. I love 80s looks. I just, it's just so much fun to me. So yeah, I loved Glow. Everything about it. Can't wait to see them too. Um, But yeah, so I love my wrestling podcast. And then I also have a really unhealthy interest in like serial killers. Yeah. (laughs) Really enjoyed since moving to LA, got super into the Manson family, yeah. um, which just sounds really wrong. Uh, so I'm currently working my way through the "You Must Remember This" ten part series on the Manson family. Did you um, listen? But, did you listen to Dirty John yet? I didn't. No, not yet. Not yet. There's so many, and there's I not know. enough time. I know. But everything's on the list. I'll get there. What about you, Harry? Um, for me, I feel like, so my guilty pleasure is planning and I've, I've weirdly, like I said, I've been getting really back into trying out my own photography recently and like experimenting with prime lenses. So there's, um, a blogger called Style on Nylon, who's London based and she does a photography podcast, which is really good. And she talks a lot about like vintage lenses, how to kind of use them with adapters on modern cameras. Um, and then my other one that I actually have like a little routine with that I try to listen to one every morning when I go, I sound really LA right now. I apologize. When I go running on the beach, disgustingly <laughs> so oh LA. Forgive me, forgive me. I'm a cliche. Um, the other one I listen to because they're only like 20 minutes long, and he does one every single day. Is I think it's called Entrepreneurs on Fire. Okay, um, and it's really motivational. It's super, and he basically interviews a different entrepreneur every day. I think he's done like something ridiculous, like 3,000 episodes. Like he's wow. been doing it for ages. Does one every single day, seven days a week, and. Um, Wow. It's, it's just really inspiring and, and there's women there's men there's all different ages there's we people that are really well known yeah there's really well-known people some people you may never have heard of but you'll know the companies they mm-hmm. work for and um i just find it really inspiring and it's nice hearing about you know other businesses that are very mm-hmm. different but how they've got to that and yeah and i like listening to serial killers i know <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for yeah, A, you. meeting me when I was in LA and also taking oh, the time today because I know you're yeah. both so busy. Awesome. No, no, <laughs> thank oh, you for we're going to have to yeah. come up to Toronto for a return. Thanks for tuning in. Visit breakingbeauty.ca to sign up for our newsletter and every episode will be delivered direct to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And be sure to subscribe to us. There's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play and SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast fix. 
And if you're up for it, show your love by writing a review in iTunes.